Hi, I'm Lippy. And I'm Grumpy. Together we're Lippy and Grumpy Do Podcasting. In this episode, Lippy's Hen Do, How to Cheat at Chess, Zen Motoring and Why Are Plain Windows Round? Now Lippy. Hello. I've done it again. You did? Yeah. So in my defence, my laptop mm. decided it was going to blue screen just as I connected to Riverside. Oh, uh, sure. And, uh, and then when it reconnected, I immediately logged back on again. And I thought it had picked up the correct microphone, but clearly, as soon as I started editing it, it hasn't. Uh-oh. And I had to cut quite a lot out because it was doing my head in. So if any listener actually managed to listen to the whole podcast in one go, then they probably deserve some form of medal. Oh, okay. They're not going to get it, but they deserve it. (laughs) So apologies for that. But I don't know why you don't notice the difference in sound quality. No, sounds exactly the same to me. That's really bizarre. Mm. Yes, so we'll try not let that happen again, but I can't promise. Anyway, you had a very fun weekend. Oh God, I had a wild weekend. Please tell. Who? What's that? I can't say the word. Hula, hooliganism. Hooliganism. Yeah, you were a hooligan. It wasn't that bad actually. We were very well behaved, but actually, it ended up starting on the Thursday, which wasn't planned. But my work wanted to go out for some drinks. Oh. <laughs> so I didn't get home till eleven o'clock Thursday night. That's outrageous. Yeah, it was a bit, wasn't it? I kept asking for smalls and I was being given larges, so uh, not my fault. Is the moral no. of the story? Well, no. you didn't have to drink them. Well, I thought they were small because I wasn't really looking. I was just pouring oh, them into, into like the, my wine glass that I had. Uh, so I just didn't really clock at any point until the last one. And then the, he was like, yeah, I was buying you larges the whole time. I was like, oh, uh, okay. Um... But anyway, that was a good laugh. And then Friday was day one of my Hindu weekend, which was so exciting. And mum came here and we went to Costco, which is a great way to start a weekend. Not going to lie. We had lots of free snacks. Yes, I heard about that. Visited yep. all the food stations. We really did. We got some cracking ham, which you mm. wouldn't have tried, I've just realised. But No, some... I've seen it in the fridge and it, it looks really nice. So good. I bought some pickles and I had it as a snack today of oh, ham wrapped yes. around a pickle. yeah. Oh, amazing. And then we had some, like, fresh bread. Well, that didn't make it home. Oh, no, we tried that. We didn't buy the fresh bread. Oh, okay. But we bought, I think we must have bought, like, 70 pastries. (laughs) Yes, there's still some in the cupboard. They're delightful as well. Mm. Very delicious. And a lot of alcohol, of course. But surprisingly not too expensive. We were both shocked by what the price came to when we left Costco's. Um. And it was a good start to the weekend, really. I don't know how much I can say, because it wasn't too rude, to be honest. No, we well, had, um... I've seen some photos and I've heard some stories, and yeah. neither of them are broadcastable. Yeah. Oh, I want to know what you've been told now. Well, I'll tell you later. Oh, interesting. Anyway, so we the Friday night was pizza and Prosecco cocktail night in pyjamas. My dream. This whole Hindu was literally my, like ideal Hindu. I don't like going out out really. I, a big house so if anyone wanted to go to bed they could just go to bed. They didn't need to worry about trying to get home. Didn't have to drink anything if you didn't want to because you weren't out and it's not. It's less annoying when you've got like, mm. obviously you still have quite a few drunk people around you but 
Not as many if you were in like a club. And then we played the dude. Is it? The, is that what it's called? The dude. Yes. Yes. So it's charades yes. with a blow up man, which we played yes. at Christmas, and it just charades with a blow up man seems quite a simple idea. But it just takes it to a whole new level of hilarious. It is hilarious. Hilarious. Yes. Hilarious. So, so funny. And um, a few people had a go and then we were sat there like, but why did you make the man do it to you rather than you do it to the man? The Heimlich manoeuvre being one of them. So I'm sure you could could picture that in your head, how that ended out going, which looked rather dodgy, but... A good laugh. Here you had the world's smallest oven as well. A normal size oven split in two. So it was two mini ovens, which the chef did an absolutely incredible job. I don't know how he cooked 14 meals in that. All came out hot. All was really like good food. Excellent. Hats off and to him. you won the go-karting, but don't I, call it go-karting. I did. I won I won the, fir- the second race. The first race, Louise, my maid of honour, won. And then the second race, I won because I was fighting with this guy. <laughs> Nine girls and two guys. I felt a bit sorry for them. But yeah, I was fighting with him and I was like, Arr! and just the need for speed hit me. He was a bit bargy from what I hear. Yeah, he was a bit, but I don't know. That didn't really affect me. I was a bit like, I'm going to get you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, I think the horse whisperer suffered from a bit of cart rage. Yes, she did. I think she swore mm. rather a lot at him. Yes, well, at I one think point. he was. He was well. I think they should have taken him off. He was ramming people. Yeah, me too. To be honest, right. I think he rammed everyone at one point. Mm. So it is, you're not meant to do that. You're not meant to hit into each other. It's no. not bumper cars. Almost yes. certainly drives an Audi. Almost certainly. The worst bit about go karting is getting back into your car. I came up to a roundabout and I was like, "Oh my god, I forgot I'm in a car," and I had to brake quite hard because I was. I was braking softly because the brakes are really hard on the go-kart. Yeah. And then I was like, wait, this isn't stopping as quickly as it was before. And my steering felt all weird. And I was like, I'm really sorry, guys. I was like driving really slowly, trying to get yeah. back into it. Yeah. So I used to have the same thing when I was rallying. So you you drive the rally car all day, which is quite hard work steering, but very quick. And the brakes were very good, but you had to get them warm. So initially you had to press quite hard. And then you get in the transit van to go, go home and you wouldn't be turning the steering wheel enough and, yeah. and almost going through the windscreen when you applied the brakes. It's mm. difficult to switch between the two because they are so different. That's yeah, it. definitely. But yeah, it was such great fun. And I got put in a pink jumpsuit that had an L, like a learner plate mm. on the back. So there's lots of videos of us all doing it and you can see which one I am because I'm obviously in a, the only one in a pink suit, yes. which I thought was quite cool. I was also dressed as Mario. Yes, that looked spectacular. Yeah, I don't know how, but it may- managed to make me look more lanky. Yeah, I don't know how that happened. I don't know how it worked, but I looked, my legs looked very gangly in it. And on the way home, I got out of the car to four firemen walking up the street. Uh, and they were all just staring. And they were like, you're right. I was like, yep, yeah, thanks. My don't ending. I look all right? I'm just <laughs> yeah. as Mario. How can I what not be about? all right? Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Oh, well, I had, I'm glad you had a good weekend. I had a great weekend. I don't know if you've seen these. I'm about to show you something and I, I will explain it. But I had the shock of my life on the Saturday night. They all went in, sat down at the dinner table, and then they called me through when they were ready. And I walked into a face full of this. Oh, I did know about that. So for listeners, it's a uh, duck boy face. On a mask. Face. A mask, that's the word. A mask, yes. yes duck of boy duck mask. boy's face. Which um, 
was actually terrifying. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. He has a lovely face, but it's weird because yeah. it's so lifelike and they're all looking at you. And I was like, I'm really not enjoying this, but it was hilarious. Uh, I've heard of this done a few times at parties and it is spectacular. Yeah. So obviously his face ended up on the dude at one point as well. Yes, I'm sure it um, did. But I looked at it and I was like, his skin looks very good in this picture. And, so, and Charlotte... Horse Whisperer, had the original picture. So I said to her, oh, can I see what he sent you to use for this picture? She sent it and he's airbrushed it all and filtered it all so that his face looks really good. <laughs> good, good for Duck Boy. Yes. Well done. Well yes. played. Well, I had a very quiet weekend, as you would imagine. I bet. A, a lovely quiet Saturday, which allowed me to get on with a few jobs. And then we had a, a boys' trip to Brooklands on Sunday for the motorsport day, which was was really good fun. Very, very yeah, good. Yeah. Apart from uh, one of our crew was supposed to drive, got to uh, my house and said the power steering stopped working and there's lights on the dashboard. Oh. So uh, so he drove drove it home, which is only about a mile away, and I followed him and I drove and. Uh, he, he sent me a message on Sunday night saying, oh, I found the problem. The fan belt snapped. Oh. So, well, it's only a fan belt. It looked like oh, it would okay. be a whole load of electronic problems, but it's simply a fan belt. So That's all right, then. Easy Take job. Yeah, Take easy, it. Easy, easy job. Yeah. Well, on Sunday as well, one of the crew that went to Brooklyn's was Orange Marshall 2. So we had oh. a great day out there. And as we're driving back through Guildford, he pointed at the sign outside McDonald's on the one-way mm. system and said, that's the sign I was talking about, So, which we covered oh, a few weeks ago in the topic yes. that we said we were no longer going to discuss. Mm. But here we go. You've seen so it. The, well, I've seen it now, and it's annoyed me. So the sign says, open to 2 a.m. Friday and Saturday. This is not correct. It is open to 2 a.m. Saturday and Sunday. Yes, because that would mean that you would... In the way that they look at it, you would go out on a Thursday night and you would go in on the way home on the Friday morning. Yes, that know, would be Friday 2am. Well, it wouldn't be because you'd have to time travel. If you went out in Guildford on a Friday night... You, I don't think you heard what I said. Uh, what, again? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, explain for the heart of understanding. <laughs> so the way they look at it, they're open till 2am... At any point, because people go out and then they go to McDonald's on their way home after the club. Yes, but they're not Get open up. to two no, no, a.m. No. on a Wednesday. No, but that's what I'm saying. So if if you took this as it is written, that it would be people that have gone out on a Thursday night would be yes. going to McDonald's yes, at that's two right. a.m. Yes. on a Friday. Yeah, which seems unlikely. No, because yeah, it's definitely open. Until 2am Saturday and Sunday. Yes. That is definitely what I should say. Good. I'm glad we we're in agreement. And it shouldn't say open to. It should be... Op- oh, oh, that's confusing. Well, it might say open until if that's... Yeah, until. Uh, yeah, it may say until. I've put two in the notes. It could be wrong. But still, that's the wording Because this is a time, th- time thing, not a grammatical mm. thing. Anyway, we're not going to spend any more time anyway. on that. <laughs> you can really see my cogs turning for that. I was like, uh, well, trying I to can, work well, it out. Well, I can see smoke coming out of your ears. Which <laughs> Now, I was surprised to find an article in The Guardian about a gentleman called Hans Nyman, who is a America chess grandmaster. 
and um, he's been accused of cheating in more than a hundred games, apparently. Oh. Which does beg the question: How do you cheat? And it goes into a little bit of detail in this article, but I found a, another article, and I also heard a comment on another podcast about how allegedly he'd done it. Uh, yeah. So basically, what they're doing is they're looking at the moves of the opponent. And then they put it into a computer that analyzes previous moves mm. and then predicts the best move for you to take. So presumably it's looking at, well, we've seen this guy do this before and this was the outcome. So if you do this, you might block it. I don't understand a great deal about chess, but that seems I like see. a reasonable thing. The problem is, is how do you communicate that to the player? Because the player hasn't got a phone or a computer by his side. It's not like an mm. open book exam. Now, this is where it gets a bit unpleasant because apparently there's um, a device that can be used that you put in your bottom. Oh. Yes. <laughs> yes, and it transmits vibrations, which yeah. could be Morse code or something. Now, this mm. is all supposition, and this isn't actually in the, the Guardian article. It talks about using the computer, but it doesn't say about how it was transmitted. Yeah. That seems quite odd but apparently this guy his rise to grandmaster has been much much quicker than anybody else that's because he's been cheating well that's the theory whether he has or not he has admitted to cheating in some games and i think that's when he was playing online during the pandemic though i'm not 100 percent i reckon that's a lot easier to cheat then well yeah because you've got another computer next to you so it'd be a lot easier to cheat then but if you're in a face-to-face game then you've it's got to be something a little bit like the the guy who cheated at Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. So he had various buzzy things on his ankles. Oh, yeah. I forgot someone cheated at that. Yeah. And there was oh, a, naughty. Oh, actually, there was a docudrama, which I still haven't seen about that. What was that? Oh, I might watch yeah, that. Yeah, I must watch that. Um, I can't think who the actor was. It was one of my favourite actors. Um, English actor. But yeah, it's very... I think Martin Sheen played Chris Tarrant. Mm. Oh, I love Chris Tarrant. Yes. Anyway, so that I thought was quite interesting. See how that falls out, because he's now sort of, um, well, it's just full of scandal, basically. Scandal in the chess world. Who who would... would... (laughs) Now, this was sent to me by a friend of mine, and um, it's a clip on the BBC News website of taking a ride around San Francisco in a driverless taxi. Oh, I don't like that. A company's called Cruise. Um, presumably it's a little bit like Johnny Cabs in the first Total Recall film, without the actual dummy in there that turns around and says, Welcome to Johnny Cabs. But uh, I'm, I'm not sure how I feel about this. Mm. Having having seen tail end of a cop's chase speeding motorist yesterday, uh, the utter stupidity that people do yeah. on the road, it does seem highly unlikely that this will be able to cope with it. In my mind, I don't think we should ever have driverless cars at the same time as people driving cars. It needs to be all or nothing. Yeah, I think we've spoken about this before, and that's Mm. quite right, because you've got cars that can communicate with one another and say what they're going to do before they do it, and then you've got people that just do things that are so bizarrely unpredictable. Mm. You just don't know what they're going to do. Could never work it out. Having that swap in one go does seem a little unlikely. It does, yes. Now, talking of cars and driving via another podcast i came across this amazing youtube channel uh, it's called the ogmoire school of zen motoring 
and it's been so popular. He's there's five episodes on YouTube, but he's also got a series on BBC Three as well, so you can Ooh. see it through the iPlayer. And basically, what he's done, he's got a, a Vauxhall Corsa mm. worth approximately two hundred pounds. Yeah. And he's decked it out with a bit of felt on the dashboard so you don't get reflections. Set up a webcam at the front. In a later episode, he puts one on the rear window as well. And he, he drives around doing whatever he's doing during the day. And he's filming lots of stuff. And then he puts some uh, voiceover over it. And But it's done oh, from okay. a Zen perspective. So <laughs> he said, if everybody just calm down a bit. Yeah. And, and he'll come across so somebody on a, a bicycle and he'll go... Be safe on your journey. Yeah. And it is it is such a calming thing to watch. And I feel you, like that would wind me up more. I'd be like, stop telling me what to do. No, he's not telling you what to do. He's saying what he's doing. Oh, okay. So he said, well, I'm going to stop here. And there's a pigeon crossing the road. So I'm going to stop for the pigeon. <laughs> and I'm going to give him a little beep. Oh, no, it came out as an angry beep. No. <laughs> so it's it it's brilliant and it's unique. I've never seen anything like it. And it is very very good and i think he is some sort of zen buddhist type individual Hippie. so they tend to be quite well, yoga really. instructor yeah that sort of thing mm. and uh, i watched the one where his car reaches the end of the road the corsa finally dies and he goes to his alleged zen master teacher in milton Keynes to pick up another car and it's a mark one fiat panda four by four it is my dream next car. Oh, God. Yeah, I haven't seen anything past that one. Uh, he's very dismissive about people on scooters, electric scooters. Electric scooters. Most, yeah, particularly those that are not wearing any sort of high-vis or have lights on at night. Yeah. Quite right. So yeah. the ones that are dressed as lobsters? Did you have lights on? No. You probably would have been quite visible. There were lights on the bike. On the bike, on the scooter. Yeah. Oh, well, that's all right then. Yeah, yeah. That's fine. So, but there's shots of the, I can't remember what he calls him, something like the Stealth Rider or something. And he's completely dressed in black at night, yeah. zooming between cars. Actually, Terrifying. Yeah, it's not going to last. Silly, long. silly behaviour. What's really interesting is when you read the comments and people have said, I really suffer with road rage and I've watched this and I've calmed my driving down. Oh, interesting. How long that lasts is another matter. Mm. I highly recommend it. They're very short pieces. I don't brilliant. really get road rage. No, I think you're either likely to get it or you're not. Mm. You see what I mean? It's like traffic doesn't bother me. If I get stuck in traffic, I just yeah. chill, listen to the radio. Yes, that's the best thing to do. And that's a cute. very rare feeling, I think, though, <laughs> when you get stuck in traffic. Uh, yeah, I just don't drive enough to get stuck in traffic. It anymore. took me forty minutes to get from Reading Station. To the M4 Reading roundabout. That doesn't really mean much to me. Normally takes about 10. Oh, okay. To 15. Yeah. Took me 40. It normally takes you 40 minutes to get all the way home. Yes, that would uh, that would be slightly annoying. But then presumably there's a reason for it. And maybe somebody's been hurt. And actually, Yeah, I didn't use... see why. But I had a good sing-along to the radio. Oh, that's a, that's a bit that's of right. a worry. <laughs> now, one of the things we were going to talk about last week. And in fact, we did talk about it. And I cut it out because my head was hurting from the sound quality uh. of my own voice. So I cut it out. And it was the bit about uh, Lido's. And specifically oh, yes. the one in Bath 
where they've reopened the 270-year-old Lido um, after four decades of neglect. Now, when we talked about this last week, mm. we were unsure whether it was Lido or Lido. Yes. And I said, well, I always pronounce it Lido because that's how Boz Skaggs pronounces it in Lido Shuffle. So I did a little bit of reading and it turns out that Lido Shuffle, the song, is nothing about swimming pools at all. <laughs> it's about a drifter looking for a big score, whatever that might be. Mm. So interesting lyrics in that, that song, as they always are in Boz Skaggs. So mm. I thought, oh, actually, maybe I've made a mistake. Maybe it and then is I, Lido. I did a bit more reading and it is Lido. Oh, it is Lido. Um, all the dictionaries say Lido. Oh, okay. And the Italians, from the words uh, Latin-based, is also Lido. So mm. there will be a few that pronounce it Lido, and they're wrong, categorically. Okay, so Lido. Lido is the cor- correct Lido. pronunciation. Anyway, Lido. this particular one has been uh, opened after four decades, which is a good thing. We've got one in Guildford. Uh, we talked about... Last week, going to see Jaws being filmed there. Yes, not being filmed. Um, not being, being not being shown. Yes, it wasn't filmed there, but they had uh, <laughs> yeah, various things <laughs> in the water that make you feel like it was being filmed there. <laughs> and what a great thing they are! And I, I wish the uh, the one at Guildford was a bit closer, really. Like mm. had, uh, Why don't you make one in the back garden? Uh, we have had this discussion um, during lockdown. I suggested fitting a, a above air, above air, above ground pool. Uh, and you can have a piece Get of elastic that you tie yourself yeah. to, so you can then effectively swim, and it swim. holds you back. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Or so you can get the one with the jets. You can, but that is very expensive. Whereas mm. a bit of elastic and a pole is a lot cheaper and just as yeah, effective. and probably less. I feel like the jets would hurt. Yes, could well be. And when you want to stop, you just get shot back to the back of the pool. Well, you get catapulted out with the elastic, so it's what, none of it's particularly good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was vetoed on the basis it was too ugly. Oh. Uh, actually, putting one on the ground would be very expensive and difficult. Mm. Yeah. And it would cost many, many months of the uh, membership for the local pool. Yes. Probably not not worth no. it. Plus, with the heat, oh, cost of gas at the moment, trying to heat the thing would be... Well, no, that's the whole point of Lido's. They're not heated. No, they are. The one in Guildford yeah. isn't. Isn't it? No. Nope. Sure. It's heated I'm by like... the sun, isn't it? Yes. So they, they put... Yeah, so that it's it's not cold water as such. It's but is it the winter? Water. Well, it shuts. It shuts at the end of September. Yeah, so when it first opens, they give out warnings about how cold the water is and not to use it if you have heart issues or shock issues. Yes, well, they talk about because that the water's so yeah, cold. Open water swimming mm. or swimming, as it was known as. <laughs> yeah, just normal swimming. <laughs> Talking of which, and changing the subject slightly, I see the Alan Partridge podcast part two has been released. Oh, has um, it? It's a bit where he talks about uh, about open water swimming or mm. swimming. Interesting. I wonder if Duck Boy's listened to that. He's yet. a big fan, isn't he? So he's a I, massive I, fan. I wouldn't be surprised. Mm. It's very good. I've started listening to it for the second time, and it is much better second time because you pick up on a few things that you hadn't noticed before it's it's slightly more nuanced than the first series i think okay but very good yes i will let him know if if you're a partridge fan mm. now many moons ago we covered filters on washing machines <laughs> that's i see what you mean about the skin for listeners lippy has just pulled the 
mask duck boy face. Duck boy, which does have beautiful skin, I'll have to say. It's, it really does, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Looks like a magazine cover. Anyway, a few many moons ago, we covered washing machine filters and oh, add-ons yes. for keeping the microplastics out. And I think at the time I'd paid a £30 deposit for one from a company called Gulp, based in mm. Bristol. And it gone very quiet. And I thought, oh, I know, this sounds like a bit of a scam. Yeah. And I couldn't find the email that said I paid. And then all of a sudden, there's been a flurry of emails. And today, they've started a Kickstarter campaign where you pay the rest of the money. Uh, so oh, it's another okay. hundred pounds. So it is about, if you were to join now, I think it's twice that. Um, although I think there was a bit of a special offer. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to that arriving at some point in the near future. It's, they're not manufacturing just yet, but uh, they're clearly quite close to it. Yeah, if they're asking is, for the rest. Really good. And the advantage of this one over others I've looked at is there's no disposable filter or returnable filter. Mm. Uh, I don't know where you clean it out. I seem to remember that they take the fluff back, you send it back to them, and they, they do a little recycle it. Because there's no point putting it in the bin and it goes to landfill. Because there's no point the having the filter place. then. Yeah. No, none whatsoever. So uh, you obviously need to do something with it. So I'm looking forward to getting that and seeing what uh, comes mm -hmm. out of our washing machine. Yeah. I suspect there's there's quite a bit. Now, you and the Horse Whisperer seem to have got into a habit of sending voice notes across WhatsApp instead of typing. It's just so much easier. It's It gives you the convenience of calling someone without actually having to call them. Problem is for me, though, if you send a message to somebody and they're in a quiet environment, they're not mm. going to want to play it. They're going to want to read the message. So if you're in a quiet office, you wouldn't want... I just pop my headphones in. Well, that's all right if you've got them. Mm. But it is, a, it is a little bit convenient for the person making the message and inconvenient for the person at the other end. It is. Uh, I guess so, yeah. But if it's going to take you, like, 25 minutes to type it out... Well, if you're sending a message that's 25 minutes of typing, that's uh, people have written books shorter than that. <laughs> so with that in mind, there was a, I saw a, a tweet. My friend has sent me an 18-minute long voice note. And at what stage is this just a podcast? <laughs> Very true. That would be a good podcast series, wouldn't it, actually? To do, yes. like, collate people's voice notes that have gone yes. on for a certain amount of time yes although you may not want to listen to 18 minutes of the same person ramble on about whatever it is probably a night out some sort of scandal oh do you think so i think that's what would inherit an 18 minute voice note i think the longest i've done is two in a bit that's i would have thought about the length of it mm. what you'd really want though is a series of them where they're completely out of context <laughs> we just get a random message yeah. <laughs> uh, we've all had them from friends on a night out let's be honest they're normally texts mm. or or just pictures yes i believe duck boy received a picture of the dude with the mask of his cell phone in bed by 10 o'clock because we said oh to him, yes. <laughs> yes that's how long he lasted on his tag do so we yes. made sure he got to bed on time <laughs> yes very true very true oh and talking of chris's stag do just a message mm. for graphic goffers we did have a chat i was told yes 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 we did have a bit of a bit of a chat so um he just didn't click no and i only clicked when he started following our instagram page and i looked up, mm. oh, that's that's vaguely familiar 
Yes. Um, and I tell you, the giveaway was the tattoos on the arm. Ah, uh, okay. Because they're quite, um, quite. I a, don't quite think a lot anyone else had. Oh no, there was another friend that has the tattoo with the um, shirt with the pineapples on, but it's on his leg, so you might not have seen it. I wasn't looking at the men's legs. Okay. <clears throat> I, to be honest, I wasn't looking at their arms either. It was just <laughs> short sleeve shirts, and you and you see it. But, uh, yes. So anyway, I look forward to catching up at uh, Lippy and Duck Boys' wedding, which is in which is in six months and ten days. Right. Okay. Wife of Grumpy was talking about suits yesterday, and I, I had no idea. I thought it was being organised for me. It so. is. It is being organised. Okay. It is. That's all right. That's fine. We just need to book it in. You'll get all fitted, and then. All go to the same place to hire. Excellent, good. Yes. Sunday, we went obviously to Brooklands, as I said. Went into one of my favourite sheds on mm. that site, which which yeah. is a big old shed. It's, oh right, uh, okay. It's got a, a stratosphere developed by Barnes Wallace, and it's mm. a seventy ton object. And basically, they can reduce or increase pressure in a, a vessel, and they can also take the temperature right down as far down as minus thirty takes them a while but they can get down that far. yeah and they use it for testing originally used it for testing aircraft fuselages because they can do it without the risk of putting it in the air or something going wrong mm. uh, they've also tested uh, models of trawlers to work out why one sunk um, very interesting very useful thing um, i think it's the only one in the country it's certainly the only one left um, quite a remarkable bit of design interesting. interestingly though they said um, they discovered why you can't have square windows on a plane in there. Oh. And we were went. That is oh, yeah, interesting. They're all, they're all round or. I thought what? that was a design thing. Well, it is because apparently what happens if you've got a square window, the pressure on the frame, the metal frame at the corners is too much. Oh. And the, and the metal starts to get fatigue. Interesting. So it starts to break. Mm. So that's why you don't want that when you're flying in the air. Well, you don't want the wind. No, you don't want the frame suddenly bursting open. That would be very unpleasant. So that's why aircraft windows are well, not circular, but round. But round. Interesting. Did not know that. And there was a very uh, knowledgeable man there telling us all about it. Mm. Great place, Brooklyn's Museum. Have to say. Do you know what I did on Sunday? I would imagine you had a cup of tea. Mm. Probably ate some croissants from the massive mm. amount that was left over and watched the film. I did. I had some sushi as well. Ooh. And then I had the best burger around my area. Oh. It's called Hungry Boys, the shop. And then, so I had a burger and then I had macaroni cheese and bacon fries. Ooh. So it was like fries with macaroni cheese and then bacon bits on top. And oh, it's exactly well, what I needed. Mm. Yeah. It was great. Good. And yeah, watched Split, which actually I've been holding off because it's, it's a scary film. It it's is. a thriller. But it's actually very, it's not that scary and it's very interesting. Is it hard to follow? Uh, no, I don't think so, actually. I th- he's a very good actor. Like, yes, I can't, I was, yeah. have you not seen it before? I've not seen it, no. It's... I would recommend it because it's not scary, but psychologically it's very thought-provoking. But it's not too hard to follow because he's a very good actor and it explains his disorder at the start. Okay. I always forget what the official name for it is called. Is it Disassociative Identity Disorder? Yeah, did. 
Yes, so he's got different personas. Okay. Identities within living within himself, and they it's actually been proven to be a real thing as well, which is really interesting. Oh, sure. Where um, it's called, I think they call it taking the light. So the the persona that's the one that people are seeing is in the light, and the others are kind of behind, and they can swap, and certain things trigger them to kind of take over. And they have new personas that are created when certain things happen to them. And it's a, it's a coping mechanism, basically. The film explains that quite early on at the start. And then his acting is just absolutely incredible. Like, you can see there's a scene with a therapist and she's talking to one of them. And you can see he's changed, but he doesn't want to admit that he's changed because he's hiding something. And literally, Duckboy and I were sat there and we were like, how has he done that? Literally just by slightly changing his posture... And his facial expressions, and you can tell he's actually a completely different person. Yes, that is mind blowing. Impressive, yeah. Yeah, well, it's like that. <laughs> it's like in in um, Harry Potter when they drink the potion that turns them into other people. And I, I was too old when I first clicked at that. <laughs> I was like sixteen, and I went, "Wait a second, they're not themselves pretending to be someone else." in someone else's body, it's actually a completely different actor <laughs> and just their voices. I was way too old when that clicked yeah. for me. Well, that does happen. But that's the sign of, you know, good... Good acting. Acting and production. Mm. Yeah. Uh, DID, D-I-D, also stands for Direct Injection Diesel. Oh, okay. But you don't want to get those two confused. Don't get them mixed up. <laughs> Definitely not. Right, so have you got a top tip for this week? I did. Is it to write top tips down? It should be. (laughs) Oh, I do, I do, I do. Because I'm going to do it tonight. My top tip for this week is a bit of an odd one, actually. But I've done it before. That's not unusual. Yeah, I've done it before. I'm going to do it tonight. And honestly, you need to do it every now and then because it just is so calming. So my top tip is to eat dinner in the bath. Oh, no. No, it's amazing. It's lovely. It's all steamy and the food tastes good. And, oh, it's lovely. Oh, I'm not sure about that. Try it and see. Mm. <laughs> I'm not not convinced by that. Well, I don't find sitting in a bath particularly comfortable. For one well, if you enjoy a bath, then it's good to. Well, I prefer eat a shower. So, shall I eat dinner in the shower? No, because then it'll get wet. Oh yeah. It doesn't get wet when you're in the bath. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I've so got ravioli. It's all going to be ravioli what have you got? in the bath. Previously, it's been pizza. I suppose the plus point is, particularly with something like ravioli, if you spill it down you. You just wash it off. Yeah. There's no mm. clothes to stain. And also, it's nice to have a bath, but it does take quite a long time. So you're kind of shortening the whole process by eating yeah. dinner in the bath. You're combining, you're saving time to go to bed earlier. It's what I'm doing it for. Oh, true. That's very true. Mm. Well, why not you have dinner in bed? Because then you get crummies and you have to sleep in the crumbs. Actually, you're probably not saving time, are you? Because all no. you're doing is gone to bed earlier with your dinner rather than... And then you'd probably take your bowl back downstairs so you'll get yeah. out of bed. I have a very specific bedtime routine as well. Yes, I can imagine. <laughs> so one of the things I cut out last week was my fact of the week. The okay. fun fact. Because I, I'd had enough editing. So, <laughs> just... so my fun fact for the second week running <laughs> is... Andrew Edmonds, who was a Soho restaurateur and members club owner, who died 
in September was a stickler about food, according to Harry Mount, who is a journalist for The Oldie magazine. Andrew was once found in his restaurant's kitchen crying, his head buried in a bin, saying, They don't know anything! Sobbing, in reference to the guests who had just eaten Langostrine for lunch, They didn't eat the brains, he said, picking out the spindly crustaceans out of the bin and sucking away at them. That is the best bit. That is disgusting. That's not good, is it? That no. does remind me of Martin from Friday Night Dinner. Yeah. Yeah, eating out the bin. <laughs> eating out eating out of the bin. Um, sort of a cross between Martin and Mr Bean eating mm. the... Uh, the uh, eating them backwards. Yes, in uh, the beach. Yes. On the holiday. Holiday. Yeah, no, that's gross. Similar to... It is to, pretty um, gross, isn't it? What's the the bone marrow where you get like an actual bone and you're oh no, no, no neither of those me. are for me. No, but it just goes to prove there are some very eccentric people there. Yes, yes. Well, look, that will quite happily eat a customer's mm. food out of the bin because they miss the best bits. Off a plate, I can kind of get. It's still it's still a bit gross, but like is is what else has gone in the bin? does remind me of uh, an event we had as a fundraiser for your primary school many, many years ago, mm. uh, where a certain uh, GP of the village was wandering around the tables, filling his pint glass up with, um, yes, oh and glasses God. with bits left still in it and, and drinking it. I think I know which GP that is as well, actually. Yes, uh, and it will come in useful one of these days. Yeah. Well, on that note, and... Another view of Duck Boy's perfect complexion. (laughs) We're off. That's it for this podcast. Thank you so much for listening. You can help spread Lippy and Grumpy's view on life by leaving a review on your favourite podcast platform. If you're not sure how to leave a review, or if you download from Spotify, there's some help at lippyandgrumpy.uk slash review. And if you would like to get in touch, email podcast at lippyandgrumpy.uk. So it's goodbye from me. And goodbye from him. Goodbye. Goodbye.